0: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fees, 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. America
1: faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Try to imagine for a moment what it would be like to be arrested by an illegal immigrant who came over the border last year or the year before, pulled over and arrested because the illegal immigrant has a badge and is driving a police car belonging to the city you live in. That will soon become reality for the people of Illinois. And believe me, if the Democrats ever get national power, it's a thing you'll see in your state, too. Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker just signed a bill on Friday that would let foreign nationals become police officers, both those legally in the country who aren't American but have the ability to get a job. They've got legitimate work papers, so they haven't broken the law and illegal immigrants. The word illegal immigrant doesn't appear in the bill, but that's only because Democrats don't like to use it. Instead, the bill says any foreign national who is legally authorized to work in the United States can work as a police officer in Illinois or anyone covered by DACA, the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals. They, too, can work as police officers. They're all illegal immigrants. But what about the first category? Well, about 10 days ago, Joe Biden won a Supreme Court decision that, among other things, allows him to do something called deferred action. What that means is you came here illegally, you broke the law, Uh, we could prosecute you, but we're just going to defer it indefinitely. If you get deferred action from Joe Biden, now it comes with a work permit. So guess what? You broke the law and came across the border a year and a half ago, but... Now you've got a work permit that comes with a deferred action. That's where Joe Biden says, well, hey, you're not in a category of illegals that we consider a priority, so we're just going to let you go. You're going to defeat yourself while you're here, so here's a work permit. You get that work permit? You can go detain and arrest American citizens in the state of Illinois. It's absolutely outrageous. And it's aimed at one of the Democrats' big goals, erasing the meaning of U.S. citizenship. And making it absolutely meaningless. But you're watching something else go on here. This is effectively the merger of the cartels and the Democrat Party. Don't misunderstand. They fully intend this. They've seen the operational model of Mexico where everyone is on the cartel payroll. They make the grade. They get the payola for looking the other way as the cartel does whatever. Think about the pure unadulterated fear and street power effectively merging with the cartels in blue areas would give the Democrats. It'd be just like it is in Mexico, where most of the police, the mayors, the city council members, the judges, they're all on the cartel payroll. So they get a share in the profits of the crime. The few who have said, no, I'm not doing it, end up dead. Most of them don't make it a full year. Google it. Police chief, mayor, yeah, they go after the cartel, you've got to have full-time around the clock security, and they'll get you eventually. The Democrats clearly want to bring that here. But what else is going on? I've been explaining this this for a while. Conservatives fail to understand what the Democrats are doing with deep policing. They don't dislike police. Heck, they love police. They can't get enough jackboot thugs. That's why they just voted to fund 80,000 new IRS agents. You ever heard them complain about the FBI? Oh, heck no. Are you kidding me? The Democrats in their last budget before the Republicans took over Congress gave them a $100 million a year raise and a shiny new headquarters. They love the FBI because they're jackboot thugs. See, the Democrats' only objection to local police officers is that they answer to local people and not the Democrats, like the FBI does. That's their only problem. Well, that and that local police also are dedicated to upholding local laws instead of enforcing the Democrats' real priorities. Loyalty to the party, or you go to prison. Just ask Donald Trump how that model works out. He's on, what, his 75th felony charge now? I've been explaining for a while how it's inevitable that The cartels in this depolicing policing environment will fill the power vacuum in blue cities and ultimately conquer territory, much the way they have in Mexico and Guatemala, which has historically had places where the authorities can't even go into because the cartels control them utterly. Well, a couple weeks ago, we got this from the San Francisco Chronicle that Honduran gangs now have conquered and essentially run San Francisco's crime scene. And who do those Honduran gangs answer to? Mexican drug cartels several months ago on this podcast we reviewed this incredible map published by Fox News that showed the cartels either fully or partially now control the crime scene in 60 U.S. cities including Asheville near me now imagine the glee that the cartels are experiencing learning about Governor Pritzker who is of course a Democrat signing this bill in Illinois you know what they're doing right now they're going through their ranks trying to find future illegal immigrants with no criminal records in Mexico or whatever country they're sending them from to go up to Illinois to become police officers who will be compromised from the moment they join the force. Why? Because if any of their family members are left in places that the cartels can reach them, like Mexico, they'll have total control over these officers. In fact, they'll likely send their foot soldiers, again, who are clean, of records in their home countries up north to join the Illinois force on purpose in order to protect the drug ship shipments, their prostitution, their child trafficking. You can see it right in front of your face. You can tell what's coming. If we don't win this election, if they, God forbid, ever again got control of the Senate, the House, and the presidency at once with enough of a majority to pull it off. They'd pass laws like this nationwide. It really does. It gives you a window into what they do. They'd pass laws like this nationwide, allowing illegal immigrants to police us all in our cities. And what would you have? Again, cartel infiltration of every police department in this country. Don't kid yourself. They'll do it. Which brings us to the next story. There's already areas, it appears, they're beginning to control. If you saw the movie Sound of Freedom, and let me tell you what, it'll rattle you if you do. I haven't been able to get it out of my mind for weeks. That movie, made in 2018, had the story of how American men will fly down to Cartagena, uh, Colombia, to buy underage children for sex. They sell them there, and just about anything else you could want to buy sex-wise in their open-air brothels. They're very openly run by the cartels. Well, in the story, there's a guy, a character who's former cartel, and uh, he likes to use prostitutes. And he realizes one morning when he wakes up that he slept with a 14-year-old. Well, he feels terrible and decides to kill himself. But at the last minute, he gets a message, I guess, from God telling him, no, 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 I have another use for you. So he he spends the money he made working for the cartels, buying these sex slaves um, and giving them their freedom back. Okay. Remember, the, the movie was made in 2018. So all these stunned audiences, and if you see the audience leave Sound of Freedom, I mean, they're in shell shock that this has happened to children and everybody wants to do something and they can't think what to do. So you can, you know, pay it forward and buy a ticket for somebody else so we can spread the word. And they're all, you know, going, what can I do? What can I do? I mean, I can't go down to Columbia. Well, here's the catch. Again, the movie was made in 2018 and sat on a shelf all these years because Disney didn't want you to know about child sex trafficking and Disney owned the rights, right? Well, today, you just have to go to New York. You heard me right. You just have to go to New York. See, because after George Floyd met deep policing in the summer of love and New York City decided, well, we're not going to really go after prostitution anymore, you'll never believe...
0: what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Headline, New York Post. This one rattled me to my core this weekend. This New York City Avenue is overrun by brazen brothels operating in broad daylight. It's a street in Corona, Queens, and it's turned into the city's boldest open air market for sex. So popular with pervs, that it's advertised on YouTube. Okay, y'all, I can't post videos to YouTube because I've gotten two strikes. I'm, I guess, really dangerous. But th- these pervs who, folks, I'm going to give you a preview of what's coming, are selling girls, underage girls for sex. They can advertise on YouTube. Do I have this? Stri- what country is this? As police enforcement against prostitution wanes and immigration surges, nearly a dozen brothels have set up shop along Roosevelt Avenue near Junction Boulevard. But They aren't competing against each other. No, no, no. They seem to be operating in tandem where they sell foreign women, trafficked women brought up here and wait for it. Girls between the age of 13 and 17. You got to read to the middle of the New York Post article for the punchline. Who runs all these women and girls through here for Americans to buy for sex, these trafficking victims from other countries? The Mexican cartels, naturally. And according to the New York Post, the police, the NYPD, they hate it. Here's a quote from the article. Quote, how do they have this effing going on in broad daylight, one police source asked after seeing photos of the women in the street. And the police officer answers the question. Nope, they're not allowed to arrest prostitutes anymore. It actually has a name. It's called the Market of Sweethearts. There's a video on it by the group Comunidad Latina in USA with more than 19,000 YouTube subscribers. Quote, from the New York Post, they solicit just about everyone who goes by, mothers, children, anybody. And quote, brothels and sex workers are actively recruiting kids to join their businesses. At least six of the brothels have been shut down since June by the Queen's DA but only through a nuisance abatement because there's no political will to go after the criminals and the traffickers so they open right back up in another building police tell the New York Post they hate it but they're not allowed to go after it Tiana bienami, Executive director of the Coalition Against Trafficking and Women said there are trafficking cartels from Mexico and Central America who ship women into Queens and parts of Brooklyn. And of course, they're getting away with it. The New York Post writes, despite authorities saying they were focused on johns, pimps and traffickers, locals say enforcement in Corona is non-existent. And they're right. So far this year, there have been no sex trafficking arrests by the NYPD's 110th or 115th precincts, which cover corona, which, by the way, is smack in the middle of AOC's district. You surprised? Just a total of six arrests have been made for prostitution. But here's the punchline. If you go back to last year's arrests, you can see what's going on here and how little is being done about it. Listen to this horrific stat. Last year, they secured just 22 felony pleas for sex trafficking and rape charges related to the sex trafficking of women and underage children. Remember, it's the cartels bringing them in. Of these convictions, 12 were for the crime of sex trafficking of a child, meaning that the victims were between 13 and 17 years of age. So at least there were 12 convictions last year. This year, there haven't even been any arrests for sex trafficking. Folks, this is open air sales of these girls and this part of New York is becoming Cartagena folks we're gonna see this in all our cities now can you imagine it one step worse with cartel infiltration of police stations and police forces folks remember the Guardian article I read to you not too long ago these are not kids coming down here because they want to work and be illegal immigrants the Guardian detailed back in 2014 how the cartels show up guns blazing and simply kidnap the pretty girls. This goes on from Mexico down to Central and South America where parents, uh, especially in these far-fung villages, don't dare to have a pretty daughter. They have to dig holes to hide their daughters in and build hiding places into their houses. These women, a lot of them, do not choose to come here. They are dragged here. They are true modern-day slaves. Then they're made to work with threats against their family back home. Meanwhile, no true crime story would be complete without a Hunter Biden update. We all saw how the Department of Injustice partnered with Hunter's own lawyers to try to fool a federal judge into approving a deal that would have given him total immunity, for all the crimes he committed in the last 10 years. But the judge figured it out and put a stop to Hunter's ridiculous sweetheart plea deal. She showed him, boy. Or wait, did the judge pull a fast one on all of us? Did she actually do Hunter a favor? Possibly. The only thing better than the sweetheart plea deal he did, which would give him a record, but he doesn't have to serve prison time, is if there were no charges at all. National Review caught on to something critical. Almost all plea deals come from indictments. So a criminal is indicted and then cuts a plea with the prosecutor. But not in Hunter's case. His is highly unusual. There was never an indictment. That works in Hunter's favor. Why? Because an indictment would spell out Joe and Hunter's crimes. That'd be bad for the Biden crime family and embarrassing for the Democrats. But you know what else it would do? It would stop the clock. If an indictment is filed, then the statute of limitations doesn't apply. Well, guess what? The statute of limitations on most of these crimes for Hunter runs out in October. So when the judge throws out the sweetheart plea deal, as ridiculous as that was, given the severity of his crimes, she could be doing him a favor. Because why? Well she sent both sides, the prosecution to defense, back to the negotiating table. Shoot! All they gotta do is negotiate past October, and Hunter gets off scot-free. It's brilliant. Terra Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening.
0: We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Mm-hmm.